Hi, welcome to Jivamukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I record one full-length Jivamukti Yoga open-level class every single month and post it here for your benefit, uh, perhaps for those of you who don't live near a Jivamukti studio or other Jivamukti teachers, or perhaps for those of you that love Jivamukti and travel a lot, so you want to have something to practice to while you travel. I do the whole thing for free and I'm committed to not giving in to ad advertisements. Uh, please don't make me give in to having advertisers on the show. So um, if you if you are enjoying the podcast, please uh, visit yogastickler.com and click on the upper right-hand corner on the Donate Now button and make a donation. Uh, you can donate any amount, anything helps. Uh, what I've been suggesting is, you know, if it's comfortable for you donating a dollar per podcast that you've enjoyed or listened to, you know, so if you donate 10 or 20 bucks, you know, that, that goes a long way for me. Um, and considering that your average, you know, group yoga class is anywhere from, you know, 10 to $30 these days. Um, so I think it's a pretty good deal. Uh, so please visit yogastickler.com and click on the Donate Now button if you are so inclined and if you're in an economic position to do so. And uh, one more plug for my Thanksgiving yoga retreat, which is in November at Ananda Ashram, which is in upstate New York. It's about an hour outside of New York City, so very easy to get to and from. It is. It was created by Sri Ramananda Saraswati, who uh, is the direct guru of Sharon and David, who created the Jivamukti Yoga Method. So it's a great way to sort of dive in and really get immersed in the foundations of Jivamukti Yoga. We will be doing yoga classes, of course. We'll be studying Sanskrit. We'll meditate. There's also nightly... Uh, music. So there's different concerts, kirtans, music performances every single night. So it's a lot of bang for your buck. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of guest teachers, guest musicians. It's a lot of activities for your, uh, uh, for your time. So that's over Thanksgiving weekend. To find out more about it, please visit jivamutiyoga.com where you can find out a little bit more information as well as a sign up link that you can register. And if you have any questions about the retreat or even about the podcast, please feel free to uh, Instagram me or tweet at me or, or Facebook me or find me somehow. I'm uh, happy to make myself as available as possible for any of your questions or concerns. Um, so thank you again for all of you out there listening and practicing. And here is this month's class. Is that then then there a habit starts to form, right? Habits are no, uh, habits are neither good nor bad in and of themselves. They're just habits. So don't you know? Also, part two is like don't go around psychoanalyzing everybody, right? This is just this is just your information to know about yourself. It's and your practice, right? So when we practice Tadasana, we're practicing um, like what is it like? to get rid of those sort of personal, individual, perhaps even subconscious thoughts and, and open ourselves to the sort of infinite possibilities uh, that are available to us, not only 
in our physical body, but also in our emotional and mental life, right? So uh, everybody just shake it out for a second. Shake out the feet, shake out the hands, shake everything out. Shake everything out. Okay, so first of all, we like to, we like to stand feet together. Um, there's, there's certain reasons for that, but you know, part of the reason is uh, to, you know, to join separate things together. Yoga, right? Yoga is about connecting and bringing things together. And also, even though, even though it might feel a little bit more challenging than standing with feet apart, because feet apart is very st- stabilizing, right? Even though it might feel a little bit more challenging to the balance, there is this sense of when I can feel my feet and my legs together, then I know where the center is. It's harder to find the center when your feet are apart. It's possible with a lot of practice and awareness. But if we actually have the legs physically touching, then we know that we're relating to the center line, yeah? And then lift up all 10 toes. Lift up all 10 toes and spread your toes. Reach the pinky toe away from the big toe. Press your big toe knuckle down and press your pinky toe knuckle down. And then press both of them down at the same time with the same amount of energy. (laughs) Spread your toes and then relax your toes onto the floor, but don't let the toes grip. So some of us might be in the habit of like um, grasping the floor with the toes. Actually, everyone go ahead and do that. Grasp the floor with your toes and feel how the knuckle of the big toe wants to start to lift up away from the floor when you grasp. So even though it feels, sometimes it feels like when we grip something tightly that we can hang on to it better. Steering wheels, relationships. Uh, Man, I'm on today. No, just kidding. Uh, You know, whatever. But, But actually the opposite is true, right? The opposite is true. Whereas if, if we're really connecting through the soles of the feet and, uh, and letting go of the need to grasp and grip, then we actually have a more stable and steady connection uh, uh, through the feet, yeah? Okay, so shift your weight. Shift your weight way back into the heels, like as far back as you can manage without sort of tipping over. Or even if you tip over a little bit, well, at least, at least you know you were as far back as you could possibly go. <laughs> at least it gives you that information. And then shift your weight way forward into the toes. Now the toes have to grip because that's what toes do. They help you stay balanced, especially if the weight is too far forward, right? And then shift your weight back into the heels, back into the heels, back into the heels. And then shift your weight forward into the toes, forward into the toes, forward into the toes. And then uh, come back to the middle. Actually do separate your feet just a little bit for now um, and rotate all the way to the outer edges of the feet, all the way to the pinky toe edges of the feet. Let the ankles even roll outwards. And then roll all the way into the inner edge of the feet. The knees might come together a bit. That's why we had to separate the feet a little to do this one. And then outer edges. And then inner edges. Oh, well then don't go so far into it. Okay. (laughs) Good. And then come to the center. Join the feet together again. And then, you know, imagine that the game then is to balance the weight 
not only right to left from the right foot to the left foot, but also imagine balancing the uh, f- like the front knuckles of the feet, so the ball of the feet with the heel, the outer edges with the inner edges, the outer edge of the right foot, inner edge of the left foot with the inner edge of the whatever I said before. <laughs> <laughs> so so that like essentially essentially each foot has four areas four areas the heel the outer part the ball of the foot the inner part yeah and that your job is to to balance those four sides those four areas of the feet yeah and and then um ungrip your toes before I come over there and pull them off no. <laughs> Bend your knees a little bit. Your, your toes need to be free, you see. The toes need to be free. So the purpose of lifting the toes, straighten your legs. The purpose of lifting your toes is just to see that the toes are free. If the toes, if you cannot lift the toes... It means that the toes aren't free and you and the toes need to be agile to help us balance. They need to be able to kind of move and you know readjust and everything. And if your if your weight is too far forward or if you're gripping the toes, you won't be able to lift the toes up. So lifting the toes isn't about lifting the toes, it's about just seeing are the toes able it, it, are the feet connecting in a way that the toes are able to be free. Yeah? Okay. Where were we? Bend the knees. If you need to periodically lift the toes to check, are the toes free, then I highly recommend it. Good. Place your hands on your upper legs. Straighten your legs and then press your heels down into the floor so much that the muscles of the upper legs start to get firm underneath your hands. Good. And then bend the knees again. Place one hand on the lower abdomen and one hand on the uh, right above the tailbone on the sacrum area. Straighten the legs again. Press the heels down so that the upper legs firm up, just like we did. And feel how the hands move when the legs are active. Did they move? Did the hands move a little bit? Relax. Yeah. (laughs) And then when you press the heels down into the floor strong, do you feel how the front hand moves up and back slightly and the back hand moves down and forward slightly? It's almost as if both hands are kind of moving in towards one another slightly. Very subtle. And then reach your arms out to the sides. Rotate the palms of the hands up towards the ceiling and feel that the shoulders can move slightly downwards, uh, down towards the back. Good. Then keep the upper arm bone rotating outwards, but turn the palm of the hand so that the lower part of the arm spins the opposite direction. So essentially your arm has two spiraling energies going into it. And then start to bring the arms down alongside the body, but not so close to the body that the shoulders shrug down. Actually, let's go ahead and do that. So bring the arms so close to the body that you feel the front part of the shoulder kind of poking forward, yeah? And the chest caves in a little bit. So if all we, but but as yoga teachers, if all we say is bring the arms down, right? Then we get this one, right? Okay, so (laughs) 
So instead, bring the arms out again. Rotate the upper arms so that the palms and the hands face up, and then rotate the forearms so that the forearms face down. And then just bring the arms so that there's you there's a little bit of a distance between the arms and the side seams of the body, so that the chest is lifted and open. The shoulders are moving up and back. And imagine you're trying to equally broaden the front of the chest and the back of the chest at the same time. Reach your arms out to the sides. I'll say that again in a different way. Reach your arms in a way that makes your chest bigger than your back. Yep, good. And then move your arms forward so that your back is bigger than your chest. And then find even. So find from the round part of one shoulder to the round part of the other shoulder, the front of the collarbone spreading and broadening. But also on the back part of that same uh, line, on on the other side, also broadening, not shortening. Make sense? Okay, now again, bring the arms alongside the body. Feel a a broadening across both the front of the chest and the back of the chest. Reach the fingertips down almost as as if you had little tiny weights at the end of your fingertips so that each finger is lengthening but without tension. It's almost like mm, you want to feel the aliveness of the hands. You don't want the hands to just be like dead from the wrists down. You want to feel the aliveness in your hands and your fingers, but but without tension, without creating too much energy to where you can only think about your fingers. No. (laughs) Good. Gaze is straight ahead of you. Gaze is straight ahead. The eyes are soft, so open the eyes really, really wide. Open the eyes super wide. And then like what does that do to the internal environment, right? <laughs> what thoughts or states of mind come about? And then almost close the eyes, like come as close to closing the eyes as you possibly can and just feel what that does to the inner environment. <laughs> Open the eyes fully. And now just lower the eyelids like halfway down, like half mass, so that the eyes can be relaxed and yet focused. Okay. And now the breath. (laughs) Exhale a full breath out. Inhale a deep full breath in. Exhale, empty out. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Four, inhale, reach the arms up overhead, hands pressed together, four. Exhale, fold forward, hands framing the feet, four. Inhale, lift head and chest, prepare, three, four. Exhale, make your way back to Chaturanga, three, four. Inhale, upward facing dog, three, four. Exhale, downward facing dog, two, three, four. Five breaths here, inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. In, two, three, four. X, two, three. One more. In, two, three, four. Out, two, three. Prepare. Inhale, jump forward. Three, four, exhale, fold forward. Two, three, four, inhale, stand up. Three, 
four, exhale, arms alongside the body. Now I'm just gonna count, you're gonna move. Inhale, two, three, four, same sequence. Two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. Five breaths on your own, you count them. One more round on your own. Remember, there's five breaths in Downward Dog. Here's a different form of sun salutation. Inhale, hook your thumbs, reach your arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together, extend arms and legs. Inhale, hands to floor, step the right foot back, look forward, lunge. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Sit back towards the heels, then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, left foot follows the right foot. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot lunge, three, four. Exhale, downward facing dog, three, four. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to floor. Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Seat back towards the feet, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Good. Now, 
I'm going to count the first side, kind of like I did with the first sun salutation. I'm going to count out the breath. You got to remember the sequence. I mean, hopefully, if every one of us in the room remembers some part of the sequence, we'll be okay. So we're we're all in it together. Then I'm going to kind of drop out, and you're going to keep uh, counting in your mind. And the idea is to the the idea is to move in a way where the breath and the movement are intricately linked. So the breath starts and the movement starts, the breath completes and the and the movement com- completes. So there's no like herky-jerky stilted movements, right? It's not it's not like inhale 2 3 4 exhale 2 3 Four. Inhale, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Exhale, waiting for the next thing to happen. Inhale, two, three. I mean, it's meant to really be a smooth and seamless movement from one thing to the next so that we're taking any sort of... Well, first of all, that that's like, that's all anticipatory, right? It's like, oh, I got to get there. And then I'm going to wait, 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 wait for the next thing. And I, I got to get there first, right? And wait, wait, wait for the next thing. Talk about cultural conditioning. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> like we've, we've completely lost the ability to, to enjoy the transition times between things, right? Like, we, like the in-between moments seem really hard for us these days. We have to be like doing or listening or, you know, watching or, you know, it's like constant. Okay. Anyhow, I digress. Let's go. (laughs) Ready? Exhale a full breath out. Here we go. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four. 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 Inhale, three, four. Keep going. side. Step the feet wide apart. Turn the toes inwards, heels outwards. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up the chest and arch back. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Look forward. Exhale, fold forward. Crown of the head towards the earth. Prasarita Padachanasana. Breathe in. No, turn the heels out. Toes towards each other. Breathe out. 
Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Try to keep that four count breath going in your mind, even if, uh, even if I'm not saying something about the breath out loud. You try to keep that rhythmic breathing going. <clears throat> Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, arms behind the back, interlock the fingers together. Inhale, lift the chest, roll the upper arm bones towards each other. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Good. So even, you know, using the even breathing also gives us a chance to investigate the relationship between the breath, the relationship between uh, the inhales and exhales, but also the relationship that the that that the breath gives rise to in our mind, or the state of mind that the breath gives rise to. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up your chest and arch back. Exhale, fold forward. Reach out and grab hold of the ankles. Hold on to your ankles and then pull on the ankles to pull the top of the head down towards the floor. Like, breath breath all has an emotional content to it. Like, if you think about, um, even if you just listen to this breath, <gasps> you, you have a guess as to the state of mind that is probably arising, right? Um, or like I, I had a roommate once who, who sighed constantly. She just, ah, she just walk around the house sighing, <laughs> even when no one was around or even when she thought I wasn't there, right? Just, ah, ah, you know, <laughs> so all breath has emotional content to it. Lift head and chest, look forward. Keep hold of your ankles, exhale, bend the right knee. Shift the hips to the right, but keep the left foot down on the floor. Inhale, lift up to uh, uh, center. Exhale, bend the left knee. Inhale, come back up to center. Exhale, right side. You keep going. And again, try to link your breath with your movement. So four counts to breathe, four counts to move. Don't let the outer edge of the opposite foot lift up though. Yeah, stretch the outer part of the ankle. Extend it. Make it work for its dinner. No, just kidding. <laughs> but when we use ujjayi breathing, we're, we're in some ways, we're evening the playing field in the mind and in the heart. So we're, we're, we're able to, to better reach a state of equilibrium, a state of sort of inner um, evenness and steadiness. Because the breath isn't sending all these wild signals to the mind anymore. The breath is saying, hey, I'm going to be steady even in times of distress when the poses get a little bit harder. And therefore, the mind can calm down and be steady even when the poses get harder, right? <clears throat> okay, make sure you're even on both sides and then come back to the center. So after the next time you do the left side, come back to center. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, hop or step your feet together. And then turn to face the front. Walk forward so you're standing near the front of the room. Feet together. And again, so... 
From now on, from this class forward, Tadasana isn't just the place you're waiting for the next thing to happen. Tadasana isn't just the place where you like check your hair and your outfit and take a sip of water, right? <laughs> Tadasana in and of itself is an asana and it's a chance to recenter, to check the connection to the earth, to check Uh, the, the state of the mind and the state of the body even in between these phases of the physical practice inhale bend the knees reach the arms up press your hands together press your hands together no your arms are still extended but your hands are pressing together I know they do it another way in other types of yoga classes but here we press the hands together <laughs> hands to the floor, fold forward. And again, the reason for that is to find that center line, is to relate to center. Watch, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Let the hands separate. Where's the center? Where's the center? Do we know what the center is? No, because most of us are going like, what? Right? So hands together. And then emphasize the pinky finger side of the hand. Even Yeah, go ahead, just like Sam's doing. Open up the hands so that the thumbs face outwards. Keep that outer rotation that that gives the upper arms and then bring the hands together again. Now hands to the floor, fold forward. There's a reason for everything. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back to Chaturanga. <laughs> Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Back heel down, lift up, warrior one. Exhale, open arms and hips to the side. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach to the right for triangle pose, trikonasana. Steady breathing, steady breathing. Check the toes. Can the... Can, uh, can the toes be lifted in order that they can do their job better when you place them down? <clears throat> With your inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, bend the right knee, warrior two. Many of us might want to lengthen the stance, move the feet farther apart from one another so that we can sit in a little bit deeper into the warrior two. Breath is steady. Yeah, and reaching the arms and the wrists and the fingers out in a way that's not bringing sort of more tension and distress, but more length and evenness. Inhale, straighten the le right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee, place the right hand outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm over the left ear, extended side angle. Good. So reach long through the left arm, including the elbow, wrist, and fingers. You know, as yoga teachers, language is kind of limiting because we, we end up having to say, like, stretch the left arm. But if you try to bring about a feeling of stretch, you're going to distort the fingers or distort the wrist or something else is going to happen. So instead, just think about enlivening the entire left arm. Feel every cell of the left arm. It's alive, it's alive. Hands to the floor. Step the back foot in a small step closer and straighten both legs. Inhale, halfway lift, look forward. Exhale, fold towards the right leg. Breathe in.
Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, move the left hand all the way across to the right side of the right foot. Left hand to the right side of the right foot. Cross it over. Inhale, reach the right arm up. Rotated triangle. Exhale. Try to extend both legs. Even, even if it is only happening a little bit at a time, like one class at a time or one year at a time. <laughs> Bend the right knee, hands to the floor. Walk the left foot back slightly and lower the left knee down onto the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up. Get ready to twist. <clears throat> Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. Tuck the left toes under. Lift the left knee up away from the floor, extending the left leg. One. If you want to move into some other variation with the arms, you're welcome to. Three. Good. Look down at the right foot. Gracefully as possible, step the left knee behind the right foot and come to sit down. Seated spinal twist. Yeah, exactly. Reach the left arm up. Exhale, twist to the right side. Inhale, turn to face forward. Exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face forward. Stack up the knees, the knees for Gomukhasana. So left knee, uh, sorry, right knee over left knee. Have the feet evenly distant away from the hips. So one foot shouldn't be closer while one foot is farther away. Sit up on a block or a blanket like Sam's doing. Sit up on something. Yeah, it will make it more available, more possible. Good, fold all the way upright to a seated position. Swing the right leg around behind you for pigeon. So first thing to look at is have your, have your right knee, I mean, sorry, your left knee going straight forward out of your left hip. So rather than having it wing over to the side, have the left knee going straight forward, straight forward. To the extent that you can keep that position of the thigh, then see if you can move your uh, left foot a little bit farther away from the body, almost, almost making like a, uh, the left shin closer to parallel to the front edge of the mat, even if that's not happening quite yet. So anywhere, anywhere in that range of angles is fine, uh, but just see how close 
See how close you can get the shin to parallel to the front edge of the mat. And then the more parallel the left shin is to the front of the mat, the more flex the left foot needs to be. See if you could even lift the left ankle bone away from the floor because you're flexing your foot so hard. And then fold forward. chest up, walk the hands back, step back, downward facing dog. Step the left foot forward, right heel down, lift up, warrior one. <coughs> Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, reach to the left for triangle. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Warrior two. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Place the left hand down outside of the left foot. Reach the right arm long over the right ear. <clears throat> so in, again, instead of focusing on the sensation of stretching as being the measure of how you're doing in your yoga asana, instead bring about a sense of sort of aliveness, of vividness throughout the whole body. So there aren't just super intense spots and super dead spots. There, it's, there's like an evenness of energy all the way across the shape. This has got to go this way. You're over cross. Move. There you go. Good. Bend. Bend more. Amazing. Inhale both hands to the floor. Step the back foot in a little bit closer. Straighten both legs. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, fold forward. halfway lift. Exhale, move the right hand all the way across to the left side of the left foot. Inhale, reach the left arm up. Parivrita Trikonasana, revolved triangle. One. Even out the breath, even though it's challenging in this position. One part of the breath wants to dominate, like maybe the exhale part feels easier and feels more luscious, but you try to even out the inhales and the exhales anyway no matter what the exhale wants to do. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Bend the left knee, wiggle the right foot back just a small step. 
and then lower the right knee down to the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up, get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. Tuck the right toes under, lift the right knee away from the floor, standing spinal twist. Look down at the left foot, gracefully as possible. Step the right knee behind the left foot, come to sit down. <clears throat> Inhale, reach the right arm up. Exhale, twist to the left side. Turn to face front, exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face front, set up the legs for Gomukhasana. So left knee stacks on top of right knee. Try to have the feet roughly equidistant from the sides of the body. If it's tough to sit all the way down on the floor, use your props. Sit up on a blanket or a block or multiple things. And then uh, fold forward. Gomukhasana, cow face. What'd you call me? Just kidding. Right to a seated position, swing the left leg around behind you. So first thing to do is organize the right thigh bone so that it goes straight forward out of the right hip. So your knee is pointing straight ahead of, of where the hip meets the socket. Then, to whatever extent you can today, in this moment, try to move the right foot a little bit farther out away from the body so that the right shin is starting to get more and more parallel to the front edge of the mat, even if it isn't totally happening today. Just move a nanometer in that direction. That's a tiny, tiny amount. Yeah. <laughs> flex, the, flex the right foot a lot. Flex the right foot as if your intention is to lift the outer right ankle bone away from the floor, and then fold forward over the right leg. Pigeon. Walk the hands back under the shoulders, step back downward facing dog. 
lift high up onto the balls of the feet, bend the knees, look past the hands, hop all the way through to sit down. <clears throat> and extend both legs forward out in front of you. Fold forward Paschimottanasana, seated forward fold. all the way upright to a seated position. Lean back on your hands so that you can cross your legs with the right shin in front of the left shin. But I want you to notice that I'm crossed really at the fleshy part of the calves. So normally when we sit cross-legged, we sit more with the feet or the ankles crossed and the knees are quite wide. But instead, imagine you're trying to move the feet towards the opposite sides of the yoga mat and see that the feet aren't way back towards your buttocks, but move them forward so that they're more in relationship to your knees than anything else. Flex both feet and even though it feels up, bring your knees even closer together. Yes, even closer. It's going to feel really awkward at first, but if we did, if we sat this way more and not the other way, then the other one would feel awkward. So it's just a matter of experience. <laughs> Go ahead and fold forward. Lift all the way upright <clears throat> to a seated position. <clears throat> Lean back on your hands and switch your legs so the left shin is the one in front. And again, move the feet wide. So, yeah, I, I see this happen a lot. You're trying to pull the feet back towards the buttocks. That's not going to work. So you got to move the feet a bit more forward. It's almost like you're trying to get the fronts of the shins parallel to the frontage of the yoga mat. And it's almost like you're trying to get the soles of the feet closer to the outer edges of the mat. Yes, then fold forward. Did you say no? Oh, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> can't wait can't wait for that to happen someday just like some student like no <laughs> I mean sometimes it's done with the body language but <laughs> but the outright no would be kind of funny You can opt out of things, by the way. I'm not saying you can't internally say no. Okay, lift up to a seated position. Like, really everything, even though it sounds very insistent, everything in yoga practice is a suggestion. And if something doesn't feel right to you, let's talk about it or just skip it for a, for a moment. You, you can, in other words, I'm not saying you can't say no, of course. Like, your, your body, your rules. But anyway... Okay, <laughs> lean back in the hands. Switch your legs so that the right leg is in front again. Now, 
You could come back to this original shape, the shape we just worked on, or it's gonna become ankle to knee pose. So the right ankle is all the way on top of the left knee, meaning that the right foot hangs all the way off the side of the leg, all the way off, clear past, even though it feels freaking awful. <laughs> then, then imagine that you're gonna walk your hands in the same direction that the right knee is pointing. So walk your hands like out in a diagonal direction towards the upper right part of the room. Like you're trying to walk your hands to that corner. Yep, yep. And then let the weight of the upper body kind of lean forward over the right leg. The more forward you crawl your hands, the more the left buttock will try to lift up. So keep your hands where they are, but push your hands down into the floor to anchor that left buttock down again. And then keep the trunk as low as possible towards the floor. Don't lift up, but walk your hands forward and fold forward over the legs. <clears throat> Can you relax any gripping that's uh, occurring at, at the top of the leg, where the leg meets the pelvis? Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Lean back on the hands. Switch your legs so that the left one is in front, or you're going to place it on top for ankle to knee. If, if ankle to knee doesn't feel like it's happening, feel free to come back to that previous position with the shins crossed. And then walk your hands forward in a diagonal direction over the left leg, like you're trying to reach your hands in the same direction that the left knee is pointing. <clears throat> Keep the trunk low. Try not to lift up in order to come forward, but just crawl the hands forward and fold forward. <clears throat> Noticing if there's tension at the top of the leg bones and the hip creases and relax it. Or if there's tension in the glutes and the buttocks, relax. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Lean back on the hands. Switch the legs. Right leg is in front or right leg is on top. <clears throat> Stay back on your hands. As you're leaning back on your hands, imagine that you want to push the right knee like diagonally away from you. Almost like you're trying to... to uh, um, almost like you're trying to lengthen the femur bone out of the hip socket and just send it right across the room. But don't, because I don't want to call the paramedics today. And then, uh, you know, if you're like, so what's the big deal, then lean back on your elbows. Uh, 
And if you're still like, what's the big deal? Lay all the way back. Lay back. Recline. Yeah, you can do it. I know you can do it. And then from inside your body, remember that movement we were doing where from inside your body, you're trying to push the right knee diagonally away from the midline. So imagine, so instead of trying to push the knees downwards towards the floor, reach the knees out away from the center line of the body, and then they might go downwards as a result of that. But you're not trying to just push them directly down. You're trying to reach them out and away. And then, and then squeeze your buttocks. Squeeze the glutes to add a little extra external rotation. Almost imagine you want to lift your buttocks off the floor. You're squeezing it so hard. And then wherever you are, lift all the way up, right? Sit up. Lean back on your hands, switch your legs. Okay, lean back on your hands. You can stay here, or if you need to feel more sensation, then lean back on your elbows. If you're leaning back on your elbows and you need to feel a bit more happening, then lay all the way back, reclining. And then again, uh, instead of pushing the knees directly down, try to reach the knees out away from the midline of the body. Squeeze the glutes, squeeze the buttocks. Squeeze the buttocks to add a little bit more external rotation onto the upper legs, and then reach the knees even further away. And then wherever you are, come on up to a seated position. Sit up, straighten both legs forward out in front of you. Bend both knees into the chest. Feet on the floor, hands behind the back fingertips pointing forward. Inhale, lift up for tabletop. Exhale, head goes back. One, Uh, release down and then uh, make your way into downward dog uh, uh, inversion practice any inversion of your choice forearm stand handstand or headstand you decide you could even do a little bit of all three. Go ahead. I know. The hardest part is deciding. <laughs> My advice would be just pick one, and you'll know pretty quickly whether you picked the right one. It's like flipping a coin. You know when you flip a coin with yourself, and you're like, heads or tails? And then halfway in the air, you're like, oh, I hope it's tails. Like you, <laughs> like you knew what you wanted the whole time. You just needed... And a, that a little thing to tip, you know.
the scales one direction or the other. Start to come down <clears throat> from wherever you are, child's pose. And then make your way into downward facing dog. Come forward into plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, release down onto the abdomen. <clears throat> Any variation of Shalabhasana you wish to take today, inhale, lift up. Good. Exhale, release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift up. 
<clears throat> head, chest, and knees. Down your asana. Good. Exhale, release on down. Bend the knees, reach back, hold on to the ankles. <clears throat> Inhaling, lift on up. Good, exhale, release down. Place the hands on the floor either side of the chest. Inhale, lift forward and up into upward facing dog. Exhale, go back downward facing dog. Lift high up onto the balls of the feet. Bend the knees. Look past your hands and hop all the way through to sit down. And lay down on the back. Feet onto the floor. Lift the hips up and lace the hands behind the back into one fist. <clears throat> Separate the hands, release the back down into the floor. Preparing for Urdhvadanyarasana, place the hands, place the feet. Inhale, lift up. into the chest, slowly release down, keep the feet on the floor second time, place the hands, place the feet inhaling, lift on up into the chest and release down place hands and feet third time inhale lift on up into the chest and come down hug the knees into the chest bring both knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right 
Bring the knees into the chest and then go the other way. Bring the knees into the chest, set the feet onto the floor, open the knees out to the sides, feet together. <clears throat> you can either stay like this or make your way into shoulder stand, Salamba so Sarvangasana. So yoga is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. It can be um, it can be exercise if you want it to be exercise. It can be um, you know just something to entertain yourself with instead of a movie. If you just want uh, sort of something to pass the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yoga is, just like everything, yoga is what you make of it, of course. Um, but potentially, yoga can be a method of sort of personal alchemy. It can help us to transform our thoughts and ideas and our relationships and our uh, past memories and our uh, cultural conditioning and our past experiences to transform those and instead of instead of letting them get stuck in the body and and habituating right those different thoughts and ideas and feelings and emotions into um, uh, into our lives. Instead, it, it really has the power to transform them and, and open up infinite possibility. Right? 
And then come into Halasana, plow. And then start to roll down out of it. If you are practicing shoulder stand, come into fish matsyasana. into the chest, slowly release down, and then set up for Shavasana.
Start to deepen the breath. Start to bring some movement into the body. Reach the arms long overhead and reach the feet in the other direction. And relax. Bend the knees into the chest, roll towards the right hand side. And come on up to a seated position. Set up a comfortable seat. Practice being still, no matter how urgent the need to move feels. Remember the, the mind is an expert at distraction and will find many, many ways to try to distract us, including perceiving an itch or perceiving a, uh, some tension somewhere or perceiving a foot falling asleep. What, whatever it is that you perceive, just let it go for the time being and be still. And then the instruction to follow the breath, which seems simple at first is actually it's actually about like your mind is going to get distraction the the thoughts will come the sounds will come the sensation in the toes will come those things are going to happen the thing is what do we do about it when we notice the mind get getting distracted and how do we come back to the breath like how do, you, how do you dialogue with yourself when you notice that you've become distracted? Do you engage in sort of a self-loathing thing, beating yourself up because you got distracted or uh, talk, talking negatively to yourself because your mind, whose nature is to distract you, <laughs> distracted you? And just notice what the underlying habit is. And then come back to the breath. So it's not just simply about watching the breath. It's about watching our minds operate. And it's about watching how we relate to ourself. Our, our most fundamental relationship. 
Thank you. Namaste.